Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is September 4th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So I'm going to take you guys with me on a little bit of a situation update analysis report tonight. There is a lot to talk about, folks. There's so much going on on every single front of this war. And we're going to touch upon multiple different fronts tonight, multiple different vectors, as I typically like to call them. And specifically, what's going on in Africa is very exciting and how that ties in to the entire geopolitical tapestry of this puzzle. All of these pieces coming together. It's happening so fast, folks. The acceleration, the quickening truly is here. And what we're seeing transpire in Africa is a preview of what's going to be happening here in the United States and certainly in Europe, probably in Europe before here. But depending upon the timing of the situation, it could go in various different directions. Nobody really knows the sequence of events. But the point here is, folks, is that what's happening in Africa is very exciting. We're going to touch upon that. I also want to talk a little bit about the death, supposed death, of the Wagner Group chief or CEO, Prigozhin. And you'll recall that when his death was reported, immediately my first reaction was that I did not believe it. And since then, we've had certain individuals come out and say that he is, in fact, dead and they have DNA evidence and on and on and on. But I have to be honest with the, the audience. I really never believed it. I always thought that this was some sort of a play behind the scenes. There is some intel that I came across that I think is very interesting. I want to share with you folks tonight. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this whole Trump assassination narrative, because I think the fact that it's been brought up several times, especially by Tucker Carlson, in fact, asking Trump that question directly, you'll recall that we talked about that in a previous episode. I think there might be something there, folks, might be part of this near-death experience. I'm going to throw some thoughts out. And so we're going to cover that and many other things as well. So hopefully you folks had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Let's talk about what's going on in Africa. Now, obviously, the events that transpired in Niger were monumentally huge. And of course, since then, we've seen the exact same playbook essentially play out in Gabon. And so there is an awful lot happening on that continent. And, and we know that the reason, the direct reason, is the backing of the Russians. And in fact, <clears throat> this ties directly into the death Prigozhin or at least the story that was presented to the public about his death. Now, we all know that this is a pushback against all of the deep state colonization, basically the raping and pillaging of Africa that went on really for centuries, that's gone on for centuries at this point, and left the entire continent basically impoverished, and all of the resources that have been stolen, all of the wealth that's been stolen over decades and decades, and as I said, centuries, it's it's truly, it's hard to really wrap your brain around it because a Africa really is one of the most naturally rich, natural resource countries or uh, continents rather on earth. And so the fact that this is happening and this reversal is happening of all of these years of deep state infiltration and essentially just complete and utter pillaging of the African continent is now coming to an end. Now, why is it happening? And I think this is very important for folks out there who are questioning the overall plan, the direction that things are heading. We have to understand, of course, that this is a worldwide military operation. And so everything that's being reported in the news right now, everything that's being talked about, all of these different events 
that are happening, none of them are happening in a vacuum. Every single one of them is connected. And certainly, we've been talking a lot about the BRICS expansion, the summit that made it very clear that there are, in fact, several countries, six more we know of, and then I think 14 or 15 others. I may have the number wrong there, but in that ballpark, are very much anxious to join. This is what critical mass looks like. And of course, this is directly connected to what's happening in Africa. This all hinges upon de-dollarization. This entire war has been about defanging the cabal by basically collapsing their system of power, how they wield power, how they feed off of the general population, how they keep us in debt. It's all done with money. And more specifically, it's all done with the US dollar. And the White Hats understood this very well. And this is why we've been seeing over these past couple of years, particularly since the war broke out when the Russians went into Ukraine, we've been seeing the de-dollarization movement rapidly accelerate. And now, supposedly, according to the mainstream media, despite the fact that Russia is in a losing battle with Ukraine, somehow the BRICS are just expanding and thriving. I mean, it's, a, it's absolutely incredible the way that they try to gaslight all of us. But what does this have to do with Africa? Well, why is it that all of a sudden the African countries are rising up? Why is this, I think this is the eighth coup that we've seen in Africa? Why is this continually happening and why is it going to continue to happen? And what does it indicate? Well, clearly it indicates that the deep state is losing power on the continent of Africa, but that begs the question, why? How come these coups didn't happen years ago? Well, it's because of the backing of the Russians. And here's where the Prigozhin story ties in. Now, we were told, of course, that you know, he died in this crash and the story was put out there. We saw the videos and we saw all the heads of state you know, react to it and so on and so forth. But again, I never really believed it. And I happen to believe that this was some sort of a backroom deal that was made between the Russians and the African countries. And my understanding, according to some intel that I've seen, and this came from truth pups that was posted by Q the Storm Rider, that the African countries were making a deal with Russia for several things, an economic partnership, but essentially a security deal that went along with that. This is an entire geopolitical realignment, but they did not trust Prigozhin. Now, what do we know about Prigozhin having to do with the whole false flag coup in Russia. This was all about dragging out all of the deep state assets, exposing all of the enemy assets in Russia, as many as Putin could spot by setting up this false flag coup. Prigozhin was a triple agent. He was a mole, essentially. So he had intel and has intel and connections to CIA and Mossad and of course, MI6. And because of that, the Africans 
didn't trust Prigozhin and did not want him to be a part of these military agreements, these security agreements in backing all of these African coups. And so Russia, Putin essentially, came up with this as a solution to basically fake Prigozhin's death. And he's presumably living out the rest of his days somewhere in Russia, close to China. This was all part of a plan to secure a deal between Russia and Africa. Putin just came out and said that Russia is going to deliver free grain to Africa very soon. It says here in the article, Russia is nearing a deal that would secure free grain to six African countries. So folks, this is all tied together. This is why Africa is rising up. All of these military coups are happening. This is exactly what's going to happen in Europe. And for a long time now, we've been talking about the covert plan to dissolve NATO from the inside out. You realize how unpopular NATO is all over the world, that nobody is supporting and backing this war anymore. All of the details are coming out from the Nord Stream to the biolabs. The real story is getting out there. Nobody is backing it anymore. This is all about putting NATO into a position for it to crumble on itself. And I continue to believe that all of this military hardware that's being shipped over there, all of these munitions, all of these guns and F-16s that are way outdated. All of this is part of a plan. And we're going to see what's happening in Africa. The same things are going to start to play out in Europe. The military is the only way. We've known that for a long time. The thing that we haven't known is how exactly that's going to play out. Is it going to be through military coups? Well, folks, in essence, that's really what this is. That's what we've been waiting for. I think that's what we already had. We've already, we're already under continuity of government. This happened years ago. Trump is the commander-in-chief. Trump is the president. The White Hats are behind the scenes. But the reality of the matter is, is that in order to even make that public, the military has to come forward. It is the only way, short of civil war. And that's exactly what we're trying to avoid. And so far, it appears in Africa, this is exactly the way the dominoes are beginning to fall. You see that all the people are out there on the streets cheering for this military interim government. And they're demanding that the French and all of the Western powers that are there to steal their resources, to plunder their countries, to bleed them dry while all, while all the people are suffering. Those days are over. All those people are out in the streets cheering. And that's exactly the way it needs to be in the United States when the military steps forward. And it's really interesting because you compare the reaction that we're seeing in these countries to the coups. We're not seeing all the people out there taking up arms and trying to take back the government that was just overthrown, they're absolutely overjoyed and dancing in the streets. But the difference there, folks, is that 
you have a critical mass of people in those countries that knows exactly what the government has been up to, that the government is the enemy. These people have been hoping and praying for a miracle like this to overthrow these tyrants, these puppet governments all throughout Africa that are installed by the cabal. And why are they rising up now? Because they have the backing, the military backing of the Russians. And of course, we're seeing the free grain deals that I just mentioned. We're going to see more and more of these African countries get involved in BRICS. All this new capital, all this new wealth is going to start flooding into their countries while the West is in steady decline because the people here are still not on the same page. If the military were to come out tonight, folks, I mean, heck, don't get me wrong. I wish they would. But if they did, how would the people react? Would we have people dancing in the streets? Celebrating? There'd be outright confusion and chaos. And I mean, look, I think that obviously this has to happen. And it has to happen, I think, over the next year. Probably sooner rather than later. And I think everybody out there who's listening to this would agree with me. So it does have to happen. And there are going to be a lot of people who are obviously caught off guard. But that's why I do believe that we're seeing so many other things happen in the narrative space that are altering and changing and shifting the consciousness here in America and in Europe closer to where it needs to be at the appropriate time. Do we know exactly when that's going to be? No. But we all, I think, collectively can look out into the future and say, well, we don't have forever. And we certainly can't go through this again. We can't go through another election cycle with another stolen election where nothing gets done about it without any intervention. I mean, that just can't continue. And we see that everything is escalating on every front. I mean, geopolitically, we just saw Putin announced that he put the Satan II missile on duty for the first time, their most powerful nuclear warhead. And he went out, he actually, there was a TikTok video that I shared on Telegram telling everyone, listen, we have weapons that are more advanced technologically than the ones that NATO has. And if we have to protect our territorial integrity, if we have to protect our people, we're going to use any means necessary in order to do that. And then he pauses and he looks right into the camera and he says, and I'm not bluffing. Now, I don't believe that's necessarily the real Putin. I think it's a really good actor. But whoever that is, if you look into those eyes, they're dead serious. We can see that this scare event, this scare necessary event that Q told us about, that we've been expecting this entire time, all the talk about a nuclear scare, all of the narratives that have been building in that direction, the hunt for Red October. I mean, we could go on and on with this. That's what we're building toward, in my view. And so, you know, we're seeing that escalate. We're seeing, of course, What's happening in Africa? I mean, it's absolutely amazing. The, the Western bloc, which is essentially deep state controlled, is supposedly in talks with the Niger post-coup prime minister, the military commander, I believe, 
And who knows, folks, we could be looking at some kinetic action there. I do believe, as I said, though, because Russia is backing all of these countries and the Wagner Group is a part of that, minus Prigozhin, like I said, as a part of these deals, because the Africans didn't trust him. They weren't sure about his connections to MI6, to the CIA. And they didn't want to get involved in something where they felt like the rug could be pulled out underneath them. So Putin said, okay. And faked the death of Prigozhin. And secured these deals. And now we're seeing these coups happen. And mark my words, this is not the last one. And then meanwhile, you've got North Korea having arms meetings with Russia. It was just announced that this is what's going on. And so it's incredible to see that. That's just you know what's happening on the geopolitical side. Then, of course, everything that's happening here, all of the drama surrounding the Trump indictments and what it's doing to galvanize the entire population and what it's doing to rally everyone into supporting Trump. It's absolutely incredible. But, you know, I do think it's very interesting. And I mentioned this at the beginning of the show tonight, this narrative about a Trump assassination. And I can remember, oh, I don't know, probably more than a year ago, listening to Juan Osavin talk about the near-death experience or the gut punch. And I, I kept thinking to myself, you know, what could it be? You know, because he said it's going to look like, it's going to feel like all hope is lost. I mean, what does a gut punch feel like? Well, all, anybody knows who's ever been punched in the gut. It, I mean, it's all of the wind goes out of you. You can't really function. It's not a pleasant experience. And that's putting it mildly. So if we're talking about a gut punch that's going to make it feel like all is lost, what could that be? And I remember at the time thinking to myself, could it be some sort of false flag attempt on Trump's life? You know, could it be arresting him and throwing him in jail? I, I mean, I, re I remember going in all, all these different directions, but I think it's interesting because you've got Tucker Carlson who undoubtedly has the most ears, eyes and ears of people all over the world who are e even remotely awake, even remotely paying attention, even remotely clued into reality. He has everybody's eyes and ears, everybody's attention. And clearly he's a part of this white hat operation. I think that's fairly obvious given everything that happened with Fox and now all of a sudden he's on Twitter or X, excuse me. And so what he asks Trump, what he says to him, I think that it, that needs to be analyzed and, and, and definitely scrutinized because it's perhaps a con, perhaps some sort of intel about what could be coming next, because as we know, so much of this is scripted out. And that's the thing. We don't know exactly to what degree it is, but we can certainly see with the Q drops. How many times before it's statistically impossible? We've been led along this path, along this journey, that things are unfolding that were predicted years ago. So clearly there's an element here that's scripted out. Now, obviously, when something tragic happens, it brings us back to the reality that we are, in fact, engaged in a kinetic war. Like, for example, what happened in Lahaina and the directed energy weapons. But I'll perhaps touch upon that later. I don't want to digress into that. But Tucker Carlson, 
the point here, folks, is that he gets a lot of attention. So the things that he asked the president of the United States, the commander in chief, need to be taken very seriously. And he directly asked Trump, do you think they try to kill you? I mean, why wouldn't they? I believe is how he phrased it. And of course, Trump didn't directly say that they would, but he said that they're savages, that they're capable of anything. That I mean, he said so many times that they're sick. He, could go, he goes on and on and on about it. And he certainly didn't shy away from that. And, you know, we're hearing more and more of this narrative about the deep state running out of options. And this is being, this narrative is being carried in large part by Tucker, which I find very interesting. So what does that mean? Could there be some sort of an assassination attempt on Trump? Is that something that's in the cards? Now, we've talked about there being multiple Trumps. Now, some people don't really want to get into this line of thinking. They they just want to believe that every time they see Trump on TV, that that's the real Trump. But like Ben Fulford said, he's a character. Of course, there's a real Donald Trump. The real Donald Trump is insulated. He's protected. Maybe sometimes he comes out of Cheyenne Mountain. I mean, I don't really know at this stage of the war how often the real Trump is actually exposed to the public. But there are multiple different actors who can play Donald Trump. He's a character like any others, like Biden, like Obama, like Hillary, like Bill, like any of them. And if you know anything about the deep fake technology that they have, heck, they've put it right in your face in all of these Hollywood movies. Just watch Mission Impossible. They show you what they can do. And if you don't believe that, you can watch about a million other videos that are out there about deep fakes and masks and what they can do with the, the voice technology, how they've progressed to this point, folks, where it's insanely easy to deceive. And so, who knows? Could there be some sort of pantomime associated with that to push the narrative so far in the direction of the public absolutely raging against the deep state, ready to actually go to, to war? Because, you know, I mentioned Juan a little while ago. And I do recall he also said that, yes, the military at some point, as we all know, is going to step in. But this time, it's not going to be as a participant in the civil war, but rather to stop a civil war. So then you pause and you really think about that for a second. What would prompt the people to get to the point where they're ready to pick up arms that the that not just ready to, but they've actually picked up arms and are ready to square off in a civil war. Who knows? Perhaps even pockets of violence breaking out, and then the military what then has to come in to stop the civil war. Well, obviously, something very dramatic would have to occur. Don't get me wrong. I think we're on a relative hair trigger as far as that goes. I mean, you know, this could go either way in the sense that one way or another, as I've stated all along. We're going to fight for our freedom, regardless of how this goes down. We believe in the alliance. We believe in Q. We believe in the White Hats. At least I do. And my audience does, primarily. 
and that they are going to emerge. But as Juan said, they're going to emerge under those circumstances where we're at the precipice of civil war. Well, certainly don't, I mean, don't you think that a a false flag assassination attempt on Trump, something along those lines would fit the bill? Especially if it's not the real Trump, especially if it's all acted out. Who knows? But don't you think it's interesting that that narrative is being put out there, that it's not so outlandish to talk about something like that. I mean, Tucker is putting it squarely out there for everybody to think about. Knowing full well that he's talking to a very awakened public compared to the public just a few years ago. We obviously know how brilliant Tucker Carlson is. He's certainly no fool. And the questions that he asks, especially the president of the United States, none of that's an accident. And so you have to ask yourself, well, what, what can we really make of that? But one way or another, it's, it's absolutely clear. And I'll bring up what Juan said once again, that there's no justice in the Justice Department. That's what's being shown to the entire world. Merrick Garland just came out and basically said they're not going to cooperate with the Hunter Biden subpoena. They're going to block justice. And so, of course, you've got these congressional investigations that are being spearheaded by all of these whistleblowers coming forward. And you've got the DOJ as the antagonist in this pantomime blocking everything refusing to let justice go through at every turn. This is exactly what we anticipated was going to happen. And now that Trump has been indicted, in fact, Fannie Willis actually has a lot of explaining of her own to do. It turns out that she is being investigated for money laundering and election fraud enterprise scheming. It was a YouTube video that I posted on Telegram that breaks it all down. But don't you think it's incredible that all of these cases are being brought against Trump and no sooner do they make it into the news, we're already seeing how exposed these individuals are, how compromised they are. And not only that, we're finding out that Brian Kemp awarded 107, don't you love that number, $107 million contract to Dominion Voting Systems two weeks after he met with the Houston-based Consul General of the People's Republic of China in Atlanta. Well, isn't that something? So it turns out that Governor Kemp also compromised. So again, all of these things that are playing out against Trump are exposing the enemy. They're exposing the deep state at every turn. It's red-pilling the people everywhere. You remember the video that I just showed, and I think it was two episodes ago. The gentleman out there who once ran for governor or something like that, I can't remember what his name was, Derek Gibson, I think it was, but breaking down exactly how this case is making the black community support Trump. And this is just one example of thousands and thousands and thousands. And as far as voting goes, whether it's a legitimate vote or whether it's an illegitimate vote, the simple reality is, is that de- the Democrats cannot win without the black vote. 
And so we're seeing a seismic shift that's happening in our political landscape, in our cultural landscape. Everyone is revolting against this tyranny. And it's not just here in America. It's all over the world. Germany is absolutely collapsing. Their industry, their, all of their corporations are like begging the government not to do what they're doing because it's crippling them. And they're just moving forward, hell-bent on their agenda. But the people there, even in Germany, where they're completely mind-controlled, they're waking up as well. And don't you think it's interesting that the chancellor disappeared for a few days and now suddenly he reemerges with an eye patch on? I mean, folks, you can't make this stuff up everywhere you go, no matter who you talk to. People aren't believing the mainstream media the same way that they used to. Now, I understand that there are exceptions to that. I have them in my own family, but I'm talking about on a broad scale all over the world. It's happening. The Great Awakening It's already there in so many other countries. We're just trying to bring it to our people in our own countries to wake as many people up as fast as possible. And we know that we can't do it on our own, but certainly we have a vitally important role to play by continuing to get out the truth as more and more of this happens. Because, folks, we are really running out of time as far as folks out there who are ever going to wake up and ever going to realize what's happening before it happens. But everything that's going on, all of the information that's being presented in the mainstream, it's causing cognitive dissonance amongst the people. People are remembering it's not that long ago that we went through the whole COVID thing. And now they're doing exactly the same thing. They're gearing up exactly the same way at the very same time that the truth is coming out on all fronts about the fraud and the criminality associated with this genocide. And they're just moving forward with it. We just found out that the Fifth Court, I think it's the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans, ruled in favor of three doctors, allowing them to move forward with their lawsuit against the FDA. Because the FDA abused its authority with their whole anti-ivermectin message. And it goes on and on and on from there, folks. The entire web is unraveling. More and more of the public is refusing to go back and get the booster. And of course, they're coming out with this new booster that supposedly works and fake Biden is going to get on there and tell everyone to go get it no matter what they got before. People are not buying it, folks. Yes. Are there going to still be morons who line up for this? Unfortunately, yes. I mean, we could go through this a thousand times and there's probably going to be eight to 10% of our population that's going to continue if they ever Lived, however many cycles of it they live through, they're just going to keep signing up and doing it the same exact way. And then nothing is ever going to get through to them, unfortunately. But fortunately, that's not the vast majority of our population or any population throughout the country. A vast, uh, the world rather, a vast majority of people have woken up 
They're not going to go get another booster. They're not going to put their mask back on. They're not going to comply because they know it's all based upon lies. And that's really what it comes down to is that the people have to put their foot down. And I think we're going to get our chance, folks, depending upon how all this plays out. But it certainly appears that they're moving forward with going with this COVID redo. And to me, that's just more evidence that the White Hats are in control. Because they want the public to see that it's the exact same playbook. And that everything that they were told the first time around, people we now know it's a lie. Not just us, though. The mainstream has had to expose that the whole thing was based on fraud. Of course, they don't come out and say that, but you you get bits and bits of the truth. It's all coming out at the very same time as they're ramping it up again. And at the same time, of course, they're pushing for their CBDCs. They're pushing for their universal basic income. They're pushing for their microchips underneath the skin. They're pushing for their social credit scores. We're being put through a hardcore simulation of exactly what they had in store for humanity. I don't think any of us would have made it to that point, folks. Quite honestly, I think all of us would have died fighting before any of it was actually implemented. But this is the road that they were going to go down to completely enslave the world population. And notice that the entire world population is rising up. Now, what's it going to take for the American Revolution, the second American Revolution to really begin? Or let's just say the same thing over in Europe, same question. And I do believe that that question is going to be answered in the next couple of months. Who knows, perhaps even the next several weeks. But as I've said, and I did get some criticism about it when I talked about perhaps this dragging into 2024. I've said before that while I don't want that to be the case, I've prepared myself based upon my own contacts, my own research, my own analysis that it possibly could. With the very, very clear stopping point of the next election cycle. Because like I said, it all falls apart at that point. You can't keep together everything that we've built and go through this exact same process and continually have the people believe or have faith that the military is going to come forward and do their part because Lord knows we're all doing ours. But there comes a certain point, obviously, when the military is going to come forward. They have to. Jan Halper Hayes said it herself. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Sooner or later, the military is going to get involved. And none of us know exactly what that's going to take. Do I think that we need to get more and more active and more and more forceful and more and more aware and awake and keeping our head on a swivel over these next several weeks and doing everything that we can to prepare ourselves and others? Absolutely. But at this stage of the game, folks, there's so much going on geopolitically and domestically that in large part, we have to see 
how it all unfolds with the clear red lines that we've always established. But folks, this is absolutely exciting what's happening. The Niger military government has begun forcibly evicting French diplomats from the country. We're getting reports that the Gabonese military government has shuttered and closed a Rothschild-linked mining operation within their country. We're hearing that China and Saudi Arabia have dumped more than $110 billion in U.S. Treasury bonds over the last few weeks. I mean, haven't we talked about that, threatening the dollar with hyperinflation? This is exactly what we have anticipated would be spearheaded by the BRICS. And that's, of course, why the enemy is continuing all of these fifth-gen strikes against us. And as I said, folks, we're on the clock here. People's patience and the overall escalation and the drama building up to the climax of this movie, everything is simmering to a boil right now. And I think that this is the way that it was always supposed to feel. It was always supposed to be this way. That at the end, it was going to feel as if everything was falling apart. And that's why I do believe that things are going to get worse optically, a lot worse, before they actually get better. Because unfortunately, like I said, you know, you compare the population in certain countries, in these African countries, in Nigeria and in Gabon, that are celebrating their coups, the people are out in the streets. Are we there yet? Do I think that we have a little bit of a ways to go in terms of the people finally waking up and finally getting it and finally realizing what's at stake? Is that why we have to have a scare necessary event, according to Q? Is that why we might see some sort of a nuclear standoff? Is that why there needs to be black swan events? That the financial system needs to come crashing down in a, in a controlled demolition? in order to usher in the new system, in order to shock the people into finally waking up, not to traumatize anyone. Because believe me when I tell you, folks, there's going to be plenty of that when the truth comes out. But unfortunately, you have to be able to show people. And people need to be brought to a point of desperation. And come to their own awakening point where they suddenly realize that everything that they've been supporting and backing was based upon a falsehood, a deception. That in and of itself is the biggest obstacle that we face. It's like Mark Twain said, it's very easy to con someone, but it's not easy to convince them that they've been conned or fooled. I don't remember exactly how the quote read, but you get the general idea. People want to believe in a narrative that feels good, where they see their own sense of identity, where they feel like they're on the winning team and they're supporting and they're, they're doing what's right. It doesn't matter if it's based upon a complete set of lies built upon an entire web, an entire universe of lies in this complete false matrix it doesn't matter as long as it makes them feel good. And as long as they can support it, as long as they can point to the mainstream media articles and all of the so-called experts and all of the so-called science, it doesn't matter if it's all based upon a lie. That's what the white hats are up against. That's what we've been up against. 
And it's yet another reason that it's so difficult. We're seeing all of these fifth-gen strikes in the form of tectonic weapons, in the form of directed energy weapons, hurricane weapons, all of these weather modification harp technologies that are being wielded against the people at the very same time as the climate change crisis narrative has hit a boiling point that they've been building all of these years for, for decades now. They've been talking about climate change. Why? Well, of course, they've wanted to profit off of it. Of course, they wanted to use it to usher in their new world order. They have multiple different objectives. But they also knew that in the end, they were going to start to come out and use all of these weapons in an outright war. That's why we're seeing fires every day, train derailments every day, hurricanes every day, earthquakes. It's not like I'm exaggerating. We're at war. The entire world is at war. So they knew that they could use this arsenal. And at the very same time with their MK Ultra brainwashing, they could convince the public, their supporters, that it's climate change, that it's a political issue, that, we, that it shouldn't be a political issue, that all of us should just line up and bow down to their climate change agenda. I mean, it's really the perfect cover when you think about it. I know I talked about this on a previous episode. It's all interconnected, and that's why the programming runs so deep. So here we are. We're getting attacked by all of this weaponry. But good luck trying to point out to all of the people that they're actually being attacked with weather weapons while supporting the enemy agenda at the same time and attempting to demonize us in the process. But it, this is this is shifting. This is changing. Are there people out there who are going to continue to do that right up until the very end, including in my own family? Yes, unfortunately. But when you look at the big picture, there's no doubt that a massive, massive awakening is occurring. The criminality and the evil associated with Wall Street, with the big banks, specifically J.P. Morgan, their connections to Epstein, all of a sudden they're saying they actually went ahead and said that all of these transactions that Epstein had were suspicious. They reported all of them after he was already dead. It's all playing out in the public, folks. And it's having the impact that it's intended to have. People are aware. They haven't put together all the pieces yet. They haven't gravitated toward the real news. That's why they haven't gravitated toward the full truth yet. That's also something the White Hats knew that they were contending with. That it wasn't as if the people were going to suddenly start scratching their head and saying, I don't know if I trust mainstream media. And then all of a sudden they were going to switch over to us were still considered to be pretty out there. Even when you look at, you know, conservative voices out there. So there is a almost like a distillation process that has to go on. And I remember going through this in my own awakening. I wasn't ready for the full truth when I first woke up. I had to go through stages. 
And I listened to various different podcasters, various different voices along the way that steadily led me closer to the truth, to where I'm at today. And certainly I'm still on that journey. I'm still on that quest. That's what this show is all about, bringing you along with me. Because I've dedicated my life to discovering the truth beneath the surface. That's what I'm going to continue to do, no matter where it leads. That's my allegiance. It's to the truth. And this is the path that I see us on. And I know, folks, it's really difficult on a day-to-day basis. We haven't had the big reversal event. And let's face it, that's what it's going to take. We've celebrated victories along the way. We just celebrated the importance of the event of Trump's mugshot. Let's not forget about that. I'm not going to go into a big discussion about it tonight. I did that on a recent episode, but we've celebrated our victories along the way, but we're still not celebrating ultimate victory yet, which is on the other side of the EAS. And we can have all types of wins between then and now, but until we actually get there, until we actually experience that reversal, there's always going to be that gnawing feeling, that yearning that all of us are continuing to experience. And it's difficult to square with this three-dimensional reality that we live through every single day. But mark my words, folks, there is a shift happening. And I know that all of you can feel it. And what's so strange is you look around you and you, you kind of wonder, do other people feel it? Can they sense what I'm sensing? Or am I just crazy? You know, we all have days like that as well. But then again, you go back to the news, you go back to the facts, the real news, the real information, the real truth, and it's all pointing in the same direction. You've got the People's Fund of Maui, this promotion that's being run by Oprah and The Rock. And after a massive backlash against Oprah and The Rock, they had to shut down the comments, folks. I believe this was on on X. I can't remember what platform it was on, but they they shut down the comments. The people are awake. Some of the comments, I mean, they're just unbelievable. You've got to be kidding. You're worth $2 billion. Why don't you give it back to your community? Funny how your house didn't burn down. Another commenter said, hey, Oprah, where's the kids? It just goes on and on, folks. The people are awake. The people all over the world are pushing back against the deep state. Iran came out and he hailed all the African countries and their resistance to colonialism. I mentioned Africa. You watch, folks, over the next year, what's going to happen in Africa. It's going to go from a third world continent, really, for the most part. And it's going to become, all of these countries are going to become first world nations. Maybe not in one year, but in a real hurry, you're going to be able to see a dramatic increase in their quality of life. And yes, I do think we're going to see some counter-coup attempts, but they're not going to work. And so all of this is building. And again, you know, we've got this climate change crisis. You've got the IMF coming out and saying they're, they're warning that climate shocks may increase conflict deaths. They're, they're literally blaming everything that's happening right now on this pseudoscience, this complete lie of climate change. And again, it has a lot to do with all of these weapons 
It has, it's directly related to these weapons that are being used against us. We, the people, are demanding that our military does its job before the next election cycle. Do I believe that they are going to? Absolutely. With every fiber of my being, I do. And it's going to get crazy, folks, between now and then. You already see, I don't know if you saw those marches where they had all of these supposed Nazis walking up and down the street, all of these feds dressed up as Nazis. You know that they're already gearing up. We already know about all of the ammonium nitrate that went missing. I think it was like 30,000 tons or something like that. That doesn't happen without three-letter agency involvement, folks. Believe me. They're planning something. There are going to be major events that start to happen. They're already happening, but I believe that over this next stretch, as we head into whatever we're going to be facing for the end of 2023, and we've still got a few months to go, and I pray to God that we're going to see the EAS before we get to 2024. But one way or another, this can't go on past the next election cycle. We've also got the looming question of Executive Order 13848. There's definitely been some disagreement in the community. Some are saying, like you heard Dr. Scott saying, it can't be renewed. Others are saying, I saw something from Patel Patriot saying that he expects that it will be. I'm not really privy to whether or not it can be. So we're going to have to see how that plays out. But there are many key events that are going to happen. Mark my words over the next several weeks. And they're going to be even more obvious indicators that we are exactly where we're supposed to be. You have to remember, folks, at the end, it's all going to seem like everything is going haywire. It's all going to seem like it's all, it's all going to seem like it's falling apart. That's the art of war. That's what the Magador one's analogy is all about. You bait in the bull when it's exhausted. And you finally go for that kill shot when they've lowered their shoulders and they've exposed that sweet spot. You slide that sword in directly into the heart. You go for that kill shot. Do I believe that kill shot is coming? Absolutely. And if I didn't, I wouldn't be wasting my time trying to gaslight my audience and deceive my audience into thinking that it is. I started this journey, folks from a very humble place. And quite frankly, it's been an incredible journey along the way, but my basic mission, the core of who I am and what I'm all about and why I decided to do this hasn't changed. And I still believe in this plan. I still believe in this operation. It's a hard road that we've had to follow. It's a very hard path that we've had to go down and we have suffered a lot, but every single sacrifice that we have made on this journey I've said it before and I'll say it again. When we get to the other side of this storm, we would do it over 10 times when we see the glory of God's victory over evil and the knowing that we played a direct role, that he chose each of us to be here for this moment in history, to serve humanity in its darkest hour, to know that we did not step aside and spectate. We didn't cower. 
We didn't hide in fear. We rose to the challenge. We never backed down. We always believed in victory. And it's those people who cling to that faith who deserve victory the most, who are going to be honored the most in that victory, who are going to be remembered for what they stood for. And better yet, what they refused to back down to. And that's all of us, folks. So hold the line, everybody. God wins. All right, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Please let me know in the comments. Please take a minute to hit that like button if you did enjoy. And also, please consider supporting my work, folks. I'm announcing to everyone tonight that I partnered with Locals. So it's patriotunderground.locals.com. You'll see the link in the description. You can click on that link. It gives you a couple of different options. You can become a member. For $5 a month, you'll get first access to all of my new content, which, by the way, is going to remain free for everyone. But this is first access to anybody who is a supporter. You're also going to get access to the Patriot Underground Chats. We just had one this weekend. It was absolutely incredible. We're going to be having one in the next few weeks. Definitely want to be a part of this, folks. I'm also going to be doing some live Q&A for supporters only on Locals. So check that out. It's a great way to support my work. Or you can just make a one-time donation and you'll get access for a full month, however much you want to support my vision, however much you can afford to. God bless each and every one of you out there who has made a donation. It helps me so much. I love being listener supported. And in the end, folks, I really want to do this full-time. Another way you can help me out is you can check out my merch store at patriotunderground.shop. Pick up a t-shirt, a beer mug, a coffee mug. Lots of good items on there, folks. Pick up a sticker, really cheap. Great way to support my work and also to spread the word about Patriot Underground. I hope that all of my fans are continuing to share the links. I also want to mention a couple of great partnerships that I'm involved with. Grass-fed in USA, the best organic steak. No hormones, no antibiotics, no mRNA injections, no magnets sticking to it. Grass-fed, folks, the best steaks you've ever tasted. Absolutely incredible. The filet mignon is just melting your mouth good. I would not steer you wrong, folks. Why buy your steaks in the big box stores? Why give your money to the same four companies that control 85% of the market? I broke it all down in a recent video called Countering the Beef Industry Monopoly, and I lay it all out. But essentially, folks, this is the way to go. This steak is not only incredible, but it's shipped directly to your door at cheaper prices than any of the competition by far. That is a fact. My team will contact you if you click on that link and fill out the form. You can also do the same thing by clicking switch-stores.com slash Patriot Underground, and someone from my team will contact you and talk about how easy it is to switch all of your purchasing of your household and your personal products out of the big box stores like Walmart, and Target, all of these cabal-controlled corporations, there's the meat industry. They're all vertically aligned. The meat industry, the big box stores that sell you, like you know Walmart and Target that sell you all of these items that you need to purchase, why not spend that money with a patriotic company? Why not spend that money with a company that manufactures their products here that are non-toxic, that ship directly to your door? that has a 95 plus percent customer retention rate, 
that has over 2 million members. Folks, it's a no-brainer. Whether it's the beef or whether it's switching stores, this is what we need to do to build this parallel economy. Switch-stores.com slash Patriot Underground and grass-fed in USA.com slash Patriot Underground. Check them both out, folks. I am telling you, I'm not here to steer you wrong. This is incredible, incredible stuff. And last but not least, folks, before I leave you tonight, I talked a little bit about the financial situation. Everybody knows that the U.S. dollar is crumbling. The world is going gold back. BRICS is expanding. De-dollarization is rapidly accelerating. And if your IRA and your 401k is tied up in the stock market, it's tied directly to the U.S. dollar. And what you want to do right now is you want to get out of the U.S. dollar as fast as you possibly can. The window is closing to do it, folks. We know the QFS is coming. I'm very clear about that. Do I believe it's going to transform everybody's life for the better? Absolutely, I do. But I don't know how many people out there are going to take massive hits in the process in terms of all of the wealth that they've acquired their entire lives. And as far as I'm concerned, that means something. That matters. We can see very clearly the threat to the dollar, to the stocks, to the stock market. But we also know that historically precious metals are always a safe harbor in that type of a storm. And we also can see quite clearly that gold and silver have been artificially suppressed by the cabal forever. And that once the QFS fully comes in, and of course we can see that BRICS, I mean, BRICS ultimately is Jasara. This is the rollout of Jasara happening all around us. And when this fully happens, it's going to dramatically impact the demand for gold. Is there an incredible amount that's been recovered from the dumps? Yes, I've talked about all of it, folks. But the reality of the matter is there is still the law of supply and demand. And there's still going to be a massive demand by all of these countries, the BRICS countries, and then ultimately what follows here in the West, once this controlled demolition finally happens, what emerges from that is going to be very similar in nature. This is the direction that we're headed. So why not get ahead of the curve? Why not put a hedge of protection around everything that you've worked for your entire life? Why not put your IRA and your 401k, just roll it over into precious metals? And I partnered with the best company in the business. So if you click on that link, patriotundergroundgold.com or patriotundergroundsilver.com, either one, the silver one is for folks who are interested in qualifying for up to $10,000 in free silver, depending on the nature of their account. But you can click either one. My team is going to contact you. They're going to explain how easy it is and how important it is and really how urgent it is to make that move now. So patriotundergroundgold.com patriotundergroundsilver.com. Check them out today, folks. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back with another report. Until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.